Welcome, welcome, welcome to the live AM reality talk show that comes to you on Mondays. Hey, what's going on right now is I'm actually trying to pull up and get started the live stream that we're going to be doing in 362. You know, this is multitasking to the nth degree. And uh, so here we are, thanks, Stereo. Looking to get everything connected, so we'll get this going in a little bit. Welcome, everyone, to Morning Coffee. Wow. What a day, what a day, what a day, what a day, what a day. It's been a busy weekend, you guys. And first of all, let's start the day off right. Alexa, sing good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I know, we can't start today without that. So, hey, it's been an interesting weekend, you guys, an interesting weekend. What can I say? A lot to talk about. Sacramento, the big talk of the town right now, the Sacramento protests that have really lit, you know, Sacramento on fire because of the Stefan Clark uh, release of the autopsy information, an autopsy that was conducted by the now the famed pathologists who actually did the release on the whole issue of the brain injuries with the NFL. Uh, he was the one who did the uh, autopsy, Dick, and they released, released reports that contradicted the police thing. So we'll be talking about that later on today. But that mm-hmm. is one of the things that's been in the news. The, the good news has been the NCAA, right? That mm-hmm. basketball dominated, exciting basketball and exciting basketball from the women. Yep. So that was cool, too. Yep. Absolutely. So we got to give our congratulations out to to all of them, you guys. Uh, Much props to Mike McAllister. For those of you who listened to the pre-show, Mike McAllister, our GNM Bureau Chief up in Port Townsend, brought us a wonderful show this week and reminded us of the history of protests and unrest and people getting... Uh, killed in those things, but the music was still retro jazz and blues, but the context and the reminders made everything so much relevant. So, thank you, Mac. Hey, we had a bunch of stuff. I don't know about you guys, but the Windows updates continue to pack stereo, kicking our butts, but we managed to get through them. We also had two significant visits over the weekend. We Spectrum came out and updated our uh, our cable box, our modem, 
updated our system to give us more speed. So hopefully you'll be getting a little bit better stuff here. And also we had uh, a network. I made an appointment for someone to come and help me out with the networking. I was having some problems, ongoing Windows problems with networking the computers. So I contra- I did went online and hired a, uh, a person right through a service. Lo and behold, would you would would you? They sent me uh, a black woman. First, the I, which the part that was the most surprising to me, I think, was the the female thing, because <laughs> you know you don't see that many female tech people working, but more and more, right? And glad and proud of it. She did a wonderful you got job, you guys. She actually did better than the two men who had been here previously. So, uh, got to give it up, really, for the uh, that's that was that was a uh, that was nice. That was a nice. That was nice. All right, uh, the weather report. Wow, L.A. is the shit. What does that mean? That means our weather is just. I mean, even with. <laughs> You know, these are the kind of days where you really appreciate that you're in Southern California. Until it gets real hot and smoggy. Until it gets real hot. Uh, Then we we got problems then, right? We're going to wish that we're somewhere else, you know. know, Wouldn't you want to be in Georgia or Bama? I don't know. So let's try. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Alexa, weather. In Los Angeles, it's 60 degrees Fahrenheit with cloudy skies. Today, you can look for intermittent clouds with a high of 67 degrees and a low of 54 degrees. All right. There you go. I know it looks nice. Let's find out how the weather, though, is up there with Mac McAllister. Alexa, what's the weather in Port Townsend, Washington? In Port Townsend, Washington... It's 45 degrees Fahrenheit with mostly cloudy skies. Today's forecast calls for more of the same, with a high of 51 degrees and a low of 39 degrees. Getting colder. And then, how about our friends in Pittsburgh? Our good buddy PMC is moving into his new spot. So, PMC, we're going to find out what's the weather. Alexa, what's the weather in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? Right now in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, it's 40 degrees Fahrenheit with cloudy skies. Today's forecast has partly sunny weather, with a high of 50 degrees and a low of 40 degrees. So so when you say new spot, if nobody knew the old spot, what's the new spot? Same city? Well, hey, they always knew them. <laughs> yeah, right. There's just, always someone who doesn't know. <laughs> right. So good luck for you guys hey, with that. Hey, wait a minute. I think, I think it's a secret. <laughs> PFC, I wish you the best of luck, my brother. We wish you the best. Yeah. Hey, all right, you guys. Wait, the immigrants are coming. <laughs> the immigrants are coming, and, and caravans. You will be talking about that today in the news. The news topics for the day involve the, the president increasingly isolated and starting, you know, show signs of that stress. Uh, but we'll be talking about a little bit about that today. And Kellyanne Conway, people are has been identified by the author of the new Trump book, a new Trump supporter, says she's the biggest leaker. Believe it or not, Mexico is having their own elections, and the candidates are using Trump as a campaign issue on how badly they come out against Trump. One of them just said, "Quote: Mexico is no piñata." <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Wow, so that's, We're going to be talking about that today in news. Also, again, we're going to be talking about the Sacramento protests. Right. Uh, and then I got an insensitive moment of the week uh, that has a second grade class performing in blackface. Mm. I just call it the insensitive moment of the week. Okay. <laughs> we'll show right. you that. And then Steven Spielberg's Ready Player One, Vic, $53 million opening a box office. When, name it, give me the movie again. I call, that uh, Ready Player One. Oh, the one okay. that's like the game. Hey, it's, uh, it's totally different in concept. Yeah. yeah I, uh, so it's $53 million in box office. It's always, it's always good, man. It's man, always good. I'm telling you. What do you, hey, what do you have today? Uh, man, I'm going uh, to hit you with... Um, no exciting news because it already happened, right? I'm just saying right now, this year may be the year of the women as far as the NCAA excitement level. I don't know if the men can match it. It, it looks as if that the women's final and semifinal may be historic, and we'll get into that later, but the Villanova game tonight, everybody's saying it's going to be a blowout. And if that is the case, then we have to sit back and look at what we're going to do at halftime. Also, um, just got to sprinkle a little bit on the on the prediction for the Villanova game for Michigan. We want to see if we can get some scores. I actually had Michigan in my Final Four, but I had them knocked out before they got to the final. Um, hot picks, okay. All right, you guys remember the seventies? There was this big thing of the top black films in the seventies. Exploitation. 70s. And I'm just going to we're going to we're going to circumnavigate it a little bit and see the rankings from one particular source, and then of course a condition I'll let you guys know about when we get there. But uh, remember, and if you don't remember, then ask your parents. And if you don't think your parents know, then ask somebody that you're dating that's older. That's it. <laughs> What that's called? Oh, that is cold, dude. You busted. You know what? I hope she ain't watching. Little names. (laughs) Hey, I want you guys to know that we have a welcome guest today during the show. It's my new uh, USB pet rock. Now, some of you wondering what is a USB pet rock, but it's exactly that. It's a pet rock with the USB connection. Rock and. I was a little hesitant about taking it out of the box. It has attacked one or two people before, but that was a different time. I've done some intervention training with the rock, and and so far, no attacks of anybody. Occasionally, some harsh words. I'm not saying anything, man. But never any attacks. So I just want you guys to see. I'm going to get them out. Take it easy, rock. Take it easy. Easy, baby. Ooh. Ooh. He's talking to rocks. Ooh, this is the pet rock. I just now I'm going to get to you. Kid. I want y'all to see. What's up, y'all? Come on. <laughs> Why he's talking to rocks? This is the USB. This is it. The USB pet rock. Okay, is there a benefit for having a rock with a USB? What's the benefit? I think that's an obvious. <laughs> what's the benefit, man? I I'd rather talk to. I'm going to go talk to my. What's up, y'all? You guys can see. Good morning. I'd rather think you talk, other talk than rocks, <laughs> right? We'll see about that. All right. So he comes with a nice little cage. So, see? But it there's a good... Now, let's ease them back. Easy, easy. Oh. It's obvious that this is a wonderful improvement. I know Mac McAllister will probably tell you he had the previous pet rock. Really? And so uh, I want you guys to know that throughout this show, the pet rock... 
will be here watching us and being part of the experience. That's you can email him Ted about Rock. any questions about rocks. Thank you, Ted Rock. All right, and today we're going to talk, and then, oh, I forgot to tell you, uh, also, uh, marijuana for dummies, what is the topic? That's what happens when you have all that weed. The topic for marijuana for dummies, I th oh, is Massachusetts. Today they're implementing their legal, they have the first organized system, that's a, really a slap in California. They're the first organized state that's really rolling out in an organized fashion. Right. So with all the web stuff installed, everything. So right. give it up to Massachusetts. We'll be talking a little bit about that today. Somebody's coming to get you, man. All right. So every week I get to do a slideshow animation. This week was particularly good, too. Let's take a look uh, at the wonderful slideshow animation. Then we'll be back. Talk about some, some, some news and other stuff. See y'all in a minute. Maybe 30 seconds. Maybe about 45, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> First, I got to turn the audio up. Greetings. It's all good. The brain is the third thing to go. Since I spoke to you And I know that there's no right 
sights on the body heat. Lovely Miko Williams, hot chocolate. What's happening, baby? It's Alan, my partner in crime. Got the spot looking good. I, Victor, feature Miko's challenge that award-winning. You know, that's the focus of the slideshow, you guys. It's it's wonderful. Uh, Vic, just that whole look you're getting now on Friday. Stop it. Oh, Moe, you're doing a remix, man? All right. It's All amazing. Right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you appreciate it, man. I mean, you know, like I said, the... Only, only the production people will really, really take notice. But a few people see it. But if, if, if they're wondering what's up, it's a lot of testing we're doing live uh, as it relates to the depth of, say, camera shots, the width, 360, all of that. Not just with just the in-studio production, but the stuff that's coming, of course, that we haven't told you all that's coming. This year should be interesting, though, man. It's interesting. Hey, right now we're using... The new 360 setup that I got and that I've been testing and fine-tuning, and it's working. We're using it. I actually had to get a Galaxy phone right, in order right, to right. work with this camera to do a live stream. Very difficult, almost impossible to do a live streaming of 360. Right. Very few people are doing it, but guess who is? Yeah. Your own pack stereo. Yeah. So we're doing it right now. We're simulcasting to Facebook our regular broadcast stream, and also you can look around in the live 360 stream and think some of the folks are there. Mac likes it. He says, wow, he likes it. K-Smooth Allen is there. <laughs> Checking out my record collection. And, of course, my, my good buddy, Audrey Celeste Parrish. What's happening, Celeste? She's there liking it, saying it looks good. Yeah, you know, you guys, the way it works, it's interesting. When you look at it on the desktop with the, your computer, you use your mouse or whatever to move around within the screen. But when you're on the mobile phone, you just shift the phone in space. They tell me a little bit about your experience with that. Uh, yeah, actually, we were testing it um, on um, I, Victor Miko's Challenge the other night. And when you're on desktop, you know, you're navigating, you know, back and forth. You're trying to see how much you can do. And I have forgot, after going to see others, you know, um, testing in different formats, that as soon as you pick up your phone, it's moving. Uh, it's almost like directional. It's, it's, it's taking you on a journey of your arm. Your arm is like doing this, so it's moving so you can get the whole 360 view. So as opposed to PC and desktop, I encourage everybody to say, hey, look, go watch this with your mobile phone. Because it frees up your hand, that extra hand where you don't have to actually just move the screen. So it's a better format. And, and hey, everything we're doing is going towards that mobile experience. So I'm checking it out and watching it here through desktop to see what the ease is moving around. But I know if I grab one of the cell phones, it's totally different. But I like it, man. It's pretty cool. Well, at least I want everybody to recognize the attempts that we are making as independents to stream to you using some of this latest technology. The hottest stuff. So uh, it's doing wonderful, and we want to thank you for being part of that. Okay? Hey, I think it's time to hear about the birthdays. Alexa, birthday roundup, please. I know about many celebrities who has a birthday on April 2nd, 2018, including Michael Fassbender, Quavo, Jesse Plemons, and Rodney King. Okay, well, Alexa, birthday roundup. <laughs> it's 
I like it, man. It's temperamental, man. Alexa, birthday roundup. I know about many celebrities who has a birthday on April 2nd, 2018, including Michael Fassbender, Quavo, Jesse Plemons, and Rodney King. Okay, well, all right. Thank you, Alexa. I got a new shorter applause. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not sure. Hey, man. You know, I just got to move Tripping fast. Tripping is the rum. Ladies and gentlemen, now's that time. It's the good news, the bad news. Yeah, you guys, it's been a busy weekend of news. One of the biggies, maybe the biggie, has been, you know, at least in my opinion, the protests in Sacramento. Well, first of all, it's the fact that you had another police shooting. Again, multiple bullets, and here you have another black man dead. And then they, the family, at their own expense, gets an autopsy done which contradicts the police reports. Wow, Sacramento lit up and went crazy. As it turns out, the whole thing was complicated, Vic, by, I guess, a police officer ran, had a, there was a hit and run. <laughs> I saw it. With a police, let's take, I think I got the YouTube something. I mean, it's a quick flash, you know. Let's take a look, you guys. Uh... So here's something I don't see. Oh, that was it? That was it. Oh, wait. That was it. That was it. Let's see that again. Let me see if I can back this up. One more time. Whoa, see if you can see it. Oh, right there. Wow. So... That complicated the whole scene up there in Sacramento. As far as I know, they still have not identified the folks involved uh, in that. Oh, yeah. They don't know what car it is, right? No. Yeah. It's hard to figure out what car was on patrol, right? Right. They don't have a listing of that anywhere. There's no listing. There's no. And, of course, there's not. There's the other police officers who would also would not know. Yeah. Who was on. Right. Right. So, um, bad thing happened in Sacramento. So, we don't know. Again, it's so sad. We don't need to re-report it. I think the part that, it, the narrative that continues is one, conflicting police reports. Two, an autopsy that shows he was shot six times in the back. Mm-hmm. Again, he's so scary. A black man like this was so scary that you got to shoot him. I previously I had showed a uh, a video uh, that showed the difference. Uh, maybe I can find it. I showed a vi- a video. Let me go. Show, maybe I can find it on Facebook. I showed a video that showed what happens when you walk down the street with an AR-15, <laughs> and you're white. Oh, here it is. Here's. Let's take a look. At this video, when you walk down the street, they say where he's at with an AR-15. I think it was uh, probably Texas. Oh, what's up, guys? SKS14 here. We're here with Warren. Hey, Warren, what are we doing today? 
Just wrong. Actually, I had a rifle, a rifle up today. I'm audio recording oh, as well. Recording. Yes, sir. So he's got an AR-15. Howdy. Can I see where he's up there? Uh, no. Why not? I don't have to. I'm not doing crime. Okay. Any particular reason why you're carrying the AR, especially around? <laughs> I understand that, but is there a reason why you're carrying Of Here's a black man carrying an AR-15. And I might note, it's not the blackest of black men. It's kind of one of the light, lighter skinned black people, usually less threatening. <laughs> Look at him. He pulled up the gun. He's getting down. The gun, he's just walking <laughs> up and carrying. Again, the total did see. Now I said, Look at this. So that's what happened with a black man carrying a gun. Now, that's enough of that. I've said, that the quickest way to get gun control would be to have, if you had enough money, have a coupon drive where every black man can get a free AR-15. <laughs> Just send it this coupon. Right. <laughs> and a millionaire says, I purchased, uh, I purchased six million AR-15s, and I'm going to give one to every black man who would just fill out this coupon free. You would have gun control the next day. They, they would ban the AR-15. That night. Okay. <laughs> That's a bold man who did what he just did. Oh, you know, I, I, we wouldn't saying, do it. We I'm wouldn't do it. That, let me say it this way. His wife knows, his girlfriend knows, his mama knows. You think they said, you know, go ahead and prove what it's already known. And no. he, he takes that chance. Would you endorse your son to do that? Oh, hell no. Thank you. Okay. When you're young, no, Thank you, you feel. All right, but he's not that young. Well, when you're a young girl. All right. You feel... All right. You feel uh, hey, man. <laughs> Just bold. That's and bold. now, remember, we do the good news and the bad news and the other shit. And so, sometimes it's the other shit. So here's my corresponding insensitive moment of the week where... in the Where's my paper? This is Atlanta Charter School. <laughs> school. It's a school. And not only a school, a charter school... That features second graders, including some of color, fewer more than one of color, holding masks that, tradic- that depict traditional blackface. And it was supposed to be part of cultural competency. Take a look. Now, I don't, you know, maybe, you know, it's not as bad. Well, you know, the kids are just following the, the teacher's instructions, right? Yeah, the okay. kids are right. Okay, so that's the... So I don't know. I just, you know, I don't know. Okay, remember, so I didn't flat out say, oh, how horrible. Right. I just said it since I called it my insensitive moment <laughs> of the week. Hey, man. Do you know where that, that was in, you said the state and city, right, already? I Atlanta. Mean, Atlanta. An Atlanta charter school. Nobody's protesting? You want the name of the school? No, 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 because what's more important is, is the curriculum. The school apologized. They said it was deeply committed to making sure it never happens again. And they're going to work on their cultural competency. Cultural competency. Oh, okay. See, so cultural you, competency. So, you, 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 so, <laughs> now, so what does it tell you? Culture man? means we need better. Without cultural video, competency, without, it goes back to what I'm saying. I said, without social media, would you be finding out all this, man? No, the we freedom, know. and I and I've had many people argue, know. going like, you know, I want everybody in my profession. I don't want them to see everything. I said, it out. What you don't want because of the convenience surely is outweighed by what has been happening for so long. And imagine 
10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years uh, ago. I, I was telling so, kid, it was worse. Yeah, so you... you no, I can... So, we have, so don't worry about your... Right. And if your privacy... Let me just say this. You got a social security number? You ain't private anymore. You ain't private. You ain't private hey, anymore. Just wake up. Vic, is it a lie or is it the truth that every black man of our age has a police story? Yes. I don't know a black man yeah. that doesn't have a police yeah. story. Yeah. Most of us have police stories. Right. Plural. Right. Multiples. Right. I do. Right. Was arrested, hit. I, don't, right. I won't say beat up, but I will say hit more than once. Hey, let me ask you something. You believe in banking? <laughs> I'm just saying. Just I know say, that banking, I believe that it exists. Okay. I don't know. Dude, believe, wait a minute. Believe, wait, wait I believe that there's a thing called banking out there. Yeah, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Yeah, you believe in banking. You use banking. You use credit cards to but affiliate. Believe in, see, I, when you say believe in, it <laughs> implies something else that I'm not sure I do. Wait a minute. Let I don't finish. support or endorse no, it. No, no, no. It's not about that. You got credit cards connected yes. to banking. I guess you ain't got privacy, right? No. I don't no, know I why never, people. You never did that. I'm just trying to figure out why the social media community who's all rebelling against this privacy. I said, you, you got to oh, be kidding. Oh, no, no. I think they should do that, but I think, okay, I think you should rebel. I think you should be on guard. That's but on difference. the other hand, I think that they're going to get away with whatever Absolutely. they want. Absolutely. As they always have. That doesn't right. mean you should not protest. Let me Otherwise, say this. I am by no Watch means it. suggesting that because it exists, right. that you should accept it. Watch how you're treated when you make a whole lot of money. You can't wait for banks to walk to greet you as if, oh, Mr. Hemsley. I heard stories well, before. Now, I'm just saying. I would say it rich. differently. I'm I don't saying, think that you do that. I think no, what happens is I know you what make they money do. and then they, they approach, approach you. Right. You don't have any idea. Yeah, you're no. just adjusting to your but money. But I'm, I'm only saying what, when most people are very enriched, they're not really worried about their privacy. If, not as much. For well, it depends, what, again, what you mean, privacy. If Facebook, they know they can defend themselves. That's right. That's right. But they are more, they, they more, they know they have institutions that protect their money. Right. But so, but I think they more be, might be more concerned with that kind of theft, but the institutions protect their money. Now, yeah. I do find it a little bit of a waste of time when people I know who are broke, <laughs> essentially... <laughs> They have low income right. or worried about somebody hacking into their account. I agree. I go, so if they hack into your account, then they owe money. Right. So they right, don't. Right, right. I said, who are you? Right. Why would they even care? I said, right. you have the myth of thinking you're important and I you're not. You so they're going to get insulted. I'm just saying, I know it sounds horrible. It's the truth. <laughs> it's All true. right. Steven Spielberg, Ready Player One, 53 million, Vic. And we've been talking so much about the Black Panther, which is the thing. The main thing about this is that it represents a whole different style of movie making, Vic. Do you like it? Right. I haven't watched seen it. It's geared right at the gas. I saw the trailer. All right. It's geared right at the gaming community. All right. So, you know. I love it. You know, I know, you know, I'm. Fantasy kind of a flick. Absolutely. You know, I'm all for it, man. So, well, hey, you go, the president and our weekly Trump disaster update. (laughs) Where is that? (laughs) Okay. Weekly Trump disaster update. Hey, Ruben. The president is increasingly isolated, beginning to show more cracks. You guys, listen. I'm not in favor of that part. That's the part that scares me. The president scares me because I think he's crazy enough to do something stupid just to prove a point. And if he feels a, a cornered animal, better take him out fast. I'm just saying. Cornered animal, remove him from office. I hope we don't have to be... It, it would be torturous to have to watch... 
Trump go through a lot of legal struggle in public, but I think it's inevitable. My problem is that's the exact kind of thing that could provoke him into some type of aggressive military action. And I'm scared, and I'm scared of that. So here we go. Kellyanne Conway uh, is being uh, featured in a a new uh, book on the White House, supposedly by one of Trump's supporters, who said that she's the biggest White House leaker, especially when it comes to other staff people that she's anti. Yeah. Her husband, of note, has been putting out his own sort of anti-Trump agenda tweets. So there's already some going to be some family issues at the House if she's working for the president and her husband is putting out those tweets. Not a good thing. Mm. Not a good thing. Yeah, he, Trump knew that already. Way beyond. I sure. I think yeah. if he think, I think it probably man. he thinks it makes him look look open. Right. Right. All right. So now down in Mexico, running for president of Mexico, one of the big campaign issues is demanding respect for Mexicans and dealing with Donald Trump. And I quote. Mexico and its people will not be the piñata of any foreign government. This is by candidate Lopez Obrador, okay? And he said it's not, it's not with walls or use of force that you resolve social issues. So it's just interesting that now being anti-Trump is a political issue. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. They get to run on the anti-Trump, I'm just Trump, just... anti-Trump platform. <laughs> That's all right. What's up, Mick I see you, Marlboro. <laughs> Got you. Man, I'm just sorry. Uh, it's just, no, I just see. It's just, I just, you know, for me, I just, you know, I'm just sitting up here just watching the runaway train. That's all I call it, man. It's a runaway train. Everybody's reacting. Let me just say this. I'm more shocked about the uh, Democrats and how they respond. Give up complaining. Just can, can you just stop and go do something else? Man? Just, just please. I don't want to hear Pelosi. I don't want to hear anything else. Can I just hear something? Guess what? I'm not looking for the next, oh, my God, Republican to trip up. Oh, wait a minute. Let me look for the next Democrat who said, oh, I allowed somebody to keep working as a staff member who abused someone. I said, oh, both sides of the aisle. Wow. Now what do we do? Oh, man, I'm telling you. Clean house. Clean house, man. Let's president's the, running the, it, the presidency like a like he ran his television. Listen, the man doesn't read, he doesn't learn, so nothing's going to change. No, I agree. See, because you won't read, you won't learn, you won't grow, you won't use consultants. His own legal team, it's amazing. The degree of stupidity is displayed to you because he doesn't know how to run his own legal team better than this. He's actually going to go up up against Mueller's, like, 19 attorneys with, like, two dum-dums of it. Two dum dums of the legal world, while the other attorneys are laughing at. Are you? Are you bringing? I, I'm just saying. Are you bringing the night in the museum quote? Hey, dum dum. Are you doing that, man? <laughs> hey, dum dum. You doing that, man? What's up? What's hey, up, Big G? Hey, dum Gervin. I see you, man. Long hey, time. Hey, dum dum. <laughs> hey, dum dum. Oh lord. I, okay, I'm stopping, man. I'm not trying to be silly about it, but I need to laugh on a Monday, man. We need to laugh, mm. ladies and gentlemen. That's the good news. The bad news. And the other shit. The other shit. And the other shit. Hey, man, big shout out. Gervin says hello, man. 
Remember Gervin? Oh, Gervin. What's happening, Gervin? Hey, what's happening, Gervin? Man. Man, there's a bunch of people in the room. I see Dina Becker, Peter Rollins. What's happening, Peter? They commented. Hello there. People are in there, Vic, and saying hi to us. So thank you. Thank you guys for being there. Yeah. Knowing that we have that audience out there. We are streaming live on so many platforms. People say, where? I said, you guys, if you go to... Well, what are you, what are you running over there? I, we got... Uh-huh. Our regular <laughs> Facebook, right? Ustream, right. Livestream, right? Uh, Twitter, Periscope, right? Oh shit, I forgot. To start <laughs> what did you just say? Wait a minute, man. What? I forgot to start the Twitch. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Oh man, I got Twitch. Just so you guys know, I forgot to I got start my Twitch the on Twitch. Top. He's oh, slacking, man. man. He's slacking. I got my Twitch here. I just see oh. Okay, your feed just popped up. I just saw it. It did. I just, oh, man, I, forgot. I just started and Twitch. Periscope, Periscope is waiting. They want more excitement. They're going I like, just started. See, it's too much. I, well, we're working on you guys. Yeah. I assume we'll have my check sheet. I have a sort of a check sheet. Man. But, you know, we are multitasking on steroids. They, they don't care about that. They're going like this. So you, you disregard you guys care. 38 minutes, man. They're yeah. not, okay, you know what? You have to repost. 29 minutes of live streaming <laughs> 360, did. damn it. No. We've been live streaming no, 360 for they don't even know 29 what that means. minutes and 44 seconds. I, what you should do immediately after this show is you go into your, that posting update in Twitch. You apologize. And you give, you give them a link that they can be proud of. I did man. a boo-boo. All right. <laughs> All right, man. I'm tired. All right, you guys, we're going to come right back with the Marijuana for Dummies segment. It's not really for dummies, just for whatever. Enjoy this song by Love Shack. We'll be right back. Sorry, Twitch. I forgot you for a minute, babe. Yeah, man, you slipping. Yeah, I am. Brain is third thing to go. Arises a booming energy, sending the world a message in a bottle. There is more to show. Love grows and kicks into full throttle. The fused unit produces a message that becomes a more powerful whole, even more powerful than the love in full. This is where we go here. Tell me where, hey Dina, where, where? 
Melody Romancito and Silk Words. You can get that song for free because it's part of the Creative Commons movement, a movement we proudly support here at Pack Stereo. Google it. Creative Commons is a legal movement where artists are making their music available to you for free and for you to share with your friends while retaining their rights for any commercial use. It's a great idea. It's out there. It's a wonderful history to it. Go Google it, or you can go to creativecommons.com or dig.ccmixter.org. All right. All right, you ready to talk about some weed? Times are a-changing, but some things stay the same. You start each morning with a cup of coffee every day. Maybe hit the snooze, turn Welcome, everybody, to the show that resists the miseducation of marijuana, marijuana for dummies. You know, the big thing has been the rolling out of recreational marijuana here in California. Now, I can tell you, I recently renewed my medical marijuana card, and I have embraced and endorsed folks to, to do that. It's the best 35 to $50 you could spend. Now, why? Because by doing that, you actually are now making sure that you are allowed the legal protections. Recreational marijuana is just that, recreational marijuana. 
But when you have the medical marijuana card, when you are a medical marijuana patient, you're afforded all the protections that a patient is afforded. And just for that reason alone, I suggest you do it. The other thing is that almost everywhere there's going to be some difference in the prices based on whether or not you're a recreational user or a medical marijuana user. And I've been checking around. It's all over the place. That's because the, the infrastructure to which it to, to regulate this just doesn't exist, Vic. They're not ready. True. So True they that. don't have they don't even know how they're going to regulate it. Okay, when I went to my dispensary, they said because they haven't received communications, they're right. doing everything the same. Only thing is they're just selling it to you if you don't have the card. Okay, so, so the in method, other words, they don't have there's right. no difference in the price. price. There's no different tax right. any of that for them because they said they've received no communications, no instructions. Got it. But people can legally buy. Is that so they're a, selling them the same weed for the same cost. For you as a buyer, hearing that, good or bad? Oh, it doesn't bother me at all. For the public? Because remember, the cost of the card is 35 to $50. Right. The point is that you're, for, you're affording yourself other legal protections. What if your landlord tries to come down? That's and, what What if your job? So it's the legal So remember, I said having, being a medical marijuana patient. Right. You have all the rights of that patient right. to use. Right. If you're recreational only, you have no rights. Gotcha. Especially. That's it. Got it. So that that's the, the reason for spending $35 it's worth for the car. Yeah. Now, I can tell you my place, and then other places are different from what I understand. Around in L.A., some places are charging you tax already. Mm. How much tax? I'm not sure. <laughs> and I'm not sure how they're doing it, and that's the part we're trying to understand. Okay. Now, the one place that seems to be organized, at least from what we're hearing, is that the state of Massachusetts... Today at noon, actually is starting their system, institutes their system for legal pot. It comes to life at noon today. That means it's live now. Right. Where people can apply for licenses to grow, process, and sell cannabis. All right? right. And they say it's not going to, you're not going to see an immediate impact, but it, but it marks the beginning of a process that regulators expect will be fully enforced. Okay. Okay. And that's why they, so we're going to see. And, Matt, and what they're doing is getting their stuff out ahead of time because contrary to California, recreational marijuana sales in Massachusetts are not supposed to start until July. Good timing. So, Vic, they're getting okay. ahead of it. Which they're recreation. The, nobody else has done that. So, wait a minute. So Las so, Vegas hasn't done it. Right. So, are we saying... This is I mean, Nevada, excuse me, Nevada hasn't done it for us, but neither has L.A. It's not that it's not organized. It's about greed, right? No, it's both. They're not, well, first of all, in all fairness, it's a brand new process. True. Unlike, it's not like, even though they do have their history with tobacco, with alcohol and tobacco, mm-hmm. but it is a brand new process. But they do have their history of alcohol and That's tobacco, right. which is fraught with corruption as far as we're probably concerned. Yeah. All of that, the mm-hmm. mob and everything else. Mm-hmm. So it's a very bad history. Yeah. They do have that history, and you're totally right on for making that point. Okay. So we have yet to see. So they have no experience 
other than that experience, which is a bad experience. Okay. And so, to me, in some ways, there's no surprise that. One thing I, we, we will say, Massachusetts seems to be getting ahead of it. Recreational sales start in July. They're getting their licensing application stuff start today. Right. The process starts today. In L.A., they still don't know what they're doing. <laughs> See, no, no. So you give them too much I hear credit. the same thing is happening in other places. I don't know what's happening in Denver or Washington. But I know that is bad in Nevada because Nevada had the law that the transportation of the weed right. was through the alcohol companies. It sounds like another. See, <laughs> wait, Nevada. Wait, 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 say, long say, history say of corruption, mob, corruption, you. and just getting ready to just roll out again. Right. Kind of the same old shit. You know, reminds me of Wi Fi. <clears throat> well, let me tell you a little bit. One, so here's one thing about Mass. Okay. So. The application process in Massachusetts will be open to certain businesses that qualify for expedited review, medical marijuana dispensaries that are already open or have a provisional permit, and so-called economic empowerment applicants, that are, which are companies that are led by, employ, or benefit communities that have had high rates of arrest for drug crimes. Thank you. This is part of a broader effort to redress racial disparities in the past enforcement of marijuana prohibition. Wow. Give them up. Give them a clap for that. Okay. Clap. Okay. Qualifying companies will be allowed to submit further license applications beginning April 16th for any type of marijuana business. Next, on May 1st, the state will begin accepting applications from cultivation firms, craft marijuana growing cooperatives, and other small businesses. Finally, retail stores, stores, makers of marijuana-derived products, and transportation companies can begin applying June 1st. Remember, their rollout is supposed to be July 1st, right? Right. July. Medical dispensaries, especially those already opening serving patients, will be among the first. Okay. Wow. Wonderful. Now, one of the things I also talked about last week was uh, the use of marijuana concentrates and extracts. And I've been using more and more of the extracts and concentrates. And I have to admit, I, I, I do really like it. The, my, the main issue I have with it is really just expense. It's more expense, you know, it's not that I can't handle it, but, you know, it's like 18 to $20 for half a gram. Right. And you're going to probably, you could smoke that whole half a gram right there. Uh, but, again, not really having any combustion, not breathing in smoke or breathing in vapor. Whole different experience, the way it feels. Less cough, less irritation. Right. Bigger hits. And purity, you're talking about going from around 30% THC around. Right. For, for marijuana flowers to like n- above 90% <laughs> THC. Okay. In the okay. concentrate. All right. That's why it's called a concentrate. Marijuana.com has a new concentrate review page. So they have one. And uh, this this week, concentrate review is on sour Skittles. I don't, and I haven't had that, but I know thanks to seeing these, I am going to be trying more and more concentrates. Because, you know, it's, a, it's a, one of the ways to break up the routine. Right. But I definitely enjoy it. The whole different smoking experience. And for those of you who want to see more on that, we'll take a look. Uh, before we go, let me show you what I'm having here. Wow, so yeah. Here's a half ounce. <laughs> half ounce of Insane. It's my favorite indica of the moment. 
insane. And this is also another half ounce of this other one. Chateau Lemon, half ounce. Hmm. Bunch of weed, people. Bunch of weed. I know. I was going to show it to you just to mess with you. Can't, <laughs> can't spell Chateau Lemon. Chateau Lemon. Can't spell it. Chateau Lemon. Ho ho. Can't ho, ho, ho. Until then, smoke up. Times are a changing, but some things stay the same. You start each morning with a cup of coffee every day. Maybe hit the snooze, turn on the local news, but nothing good comes from a one-sided point of view. That's right, 420 friendly. Coming up next, new new sports. Settle in, have a toke. We'll be right back. When you walked away, it was the saddest day that the world has known. Shattered my heart and left me with pieces.
things out of body heat. Drunk in a smoky bar, drinking an imperial porter mix. Laswell. Love that track. Well, thank you all for participating in our experiments this morning with that live 360, getting a lot of feedback. Yeah. I just reinitiated it, Vic, for the part two. Okay. The part two of the live 360. The first one we did a fairly long recording, and now we start restarted it just now. Yeah. For the part two, so they can enjoy the new new sports and the hot picks. Yeah, and I my, have my apologies to the Twitch community. I see you chatting here. My bad. I didn't get to respond right away, so I'll post a lot of the updates and follow up, and then come to join your profiles. I see you there, so my apologies. I'll get to you. What can I say? Are you ready for some sports? Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. Time for Victor Allen's New New Sports, written and directed by Victor Allen, a weekly recurring segment of the Morning Coffee with Mario show. Victor Allen, the ball-headed black man, rub his head, make a wish. The ladies have nicknamed him Sexual Chocolate for a very good reason. That's right. And get ready. We hope you dressed appropriately. Sports broad. Sports people. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, man. Shorter claps, too, man. God, I made Straight the up. new short claps. Yeah, man, I like that. You know, <laughs> hey, if ain't nobody in the room, why? You know, they really should only hear our claps. <laughs> That's it. Hey, man, um, I'm just going to sit back and keep it simple because I'm not going to go over because everybody's waiting for the game tonight. Everybody's waiting for the predicted blowout of Villanova over uh, Michigan. I'm not saying so. I'm just going to sit back and say here's the picture that everybody's got burnt in their mind, in their membrane. Mississippi State, but the name that everybody has to always remember is I call her A3O. <laughs> when I say A3O, that's it's Enrique Three Point Agumboale. Yes, I got it. There we go. Victor <laughs> will jack your name, name up. up in a minute. Okay, I got it, man. Hey, look. Look. I, I'm going. I was trying to go back over the records, Mario. I was trying to go. The men's have already dominated because they have so many individual buzzer beater games. So, you know, they tend to because of athleticism and everything. But I can't recall one, I guess, Final Four competition where the same player hit the game winning shot. Oh, no, no. And back to back. I can't remember that. No. And I don't think they're going to outdo it this year. I think the women's tournament dominated on the final four up till the men right now i just don't see anything trumping oh lord i had to wonderful bet oh, i know oh, i had to say that man <laughs> i had to say it man my bad but it was wonderful bet i'm with you Vic. and kobe no wonder kobe bryant reached out to her yes i yes. would too i yes. thank you kobe for doing that yes. such an inspirational story one right. that a number yeah. Actually, a number of inspirational stories within the same game. Unfortunately, only one person, one team can come up the winner. Right. But certainly, Vic, an inspirational story, an amazing, all I can say is wonderful basketball that represented so well for women's basketball. Of course, in the beginning, you start out as the stepchild. My mother was a women's basketball uh, starter in college. Right. Right. I followed it myself and watched it closely when I was at Howard. But so wonderful to see them getting their due, Vic. Wonderful ball, right? Forget mm -hmm. that you're not even thinking about the 
The whole woman thing didn't even cross your mind, right? Right. It's funny. I just realized that it didn't. I was so into the basketball. You forgot about that. The I didn't even think about the woman thing, which yeah. shows you where we've. Thank God. Come. Let's continue. Let's continue on that movement. Now I was at an event, uh, <laughs> and you know, one guy was going. I can't get into the women stuff because what he was missing, he's missing the athleticism. In other words. The players have gone by who he says, oh, man, they were getting better. They were sitting back showing more athleticism. And it's not the same anymore. But the excitement level, man. So the part that I'm getting at is, is that. Wait, the athleticism is making it less exciting? Well, no, no. He said that because of the he's going back about three, five, six years where they just had some dominant players, point guards, and they're already going to the Hall of Fame. And he's going, well, it doesn't seem like we have those standout players anymore. Because you can't recognize, for him, his point of view, he says, what player has dominated this year that stands out above all? And I said, I think that comes from the lack of following the teams more so. I, I, I think that I don't yeah. agree with that position at all. It's you. There's no dominate. Why does right. someone need to dominate? LeBron James... He does well. Does, are we going to say he dominates? Yeah, no, Russell no. Westbrook dominate. No, no. Let's go and see. This. Your adjectives are interesting. There's a bunch <laughs> of amazing female players. Right. A bunch of amazing ones. Yes. And so I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. Hey, look. I, three to five. And three. No offense. Three to five years. Remember, is not enough time to even. That's but, like a winning streak of two. But, but remember now, it's like a winning. It streak all. Of it two. all depends on. Like I said, the perspective is is right. that. It's a shorter window for you to deliver based on the turnover of things. But I agree with you. Now, I'm only saying this. My main message is is to go and to celebrate this woman who I can't wait to see hit the WNBA. And uh, as we scroll down, my the picture in my mind is, will she ever match this period? The way well, maybe she has. not. I don't think she will, but it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, it, you know, it's, you, for that, mm. and even no matter what, when we look at even the, the the for the males, for the ones who have those wonderful, you know, yeah, March Madness outcomes, you know, going to the NBA is a different thing, and going Yo, to the WNBA, wake up call, man, a wake up call. So we don't know. We can root for you, right? We can root for you and say that you know it looks like there's a place because. The, the tech, the qualities that make her special, right? Continue the hustle, the drive, the movement, right. all of that. So I'm rooting for them, big. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look. Okay, let me just say this, just to go back over the game, just a little bit. M- Mississippi State had it. Okay, let me just say this. Yeah, they she, had it. They did Wait it. a minute. Now let me say this also. I really feel bad for Tierra, the center, because coming towards down to the end of the game. She missed what they call going to the hole. That little six, seven. That, that, that and, shot she and, missed. And, and as soon as she did that, I did like this. I said, it's over. I said, that's an opportunity. No, I know. That was and, a bad and, one. And, but and everybody I could, See? Yeah, no, it was a bad that moment. That was a Dick. terrible. That was a bad moment. A, and it, and it changes the landscape of who has everybody the pressure. Everybody gassed and the yes. press. The, okay, then it almost like this pre- it came out of you like, oh, oh man, dude. Dude, oh, dude, I sat, I, I fell for her. I felt. I did too. I sat there and said they're going to use her as an escape goat because she missed the chance so they can say we have the advantage, come get us. They went back down court saying now we're going to take the advantage, you're going to have to come and get us. 
And and I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say A three O. I'm gonna just keep calling it A three O. Enrique, Enrique, can't wait to see you. Can't wait to see you move up. Can't wait to see which team you're gonna be on. Now here's the, the part that everybody's trying to trying to get hype on, but they're not getting hype. I got my brackets busted. The only team I had that made it uh, to at least the group four, I had two teams going to, I think I had Villanova and Michigan going to the final four, but both getting knocked out. So I'm already busted. All right. That's the most excitement I got. Bracket ain't busted. That's the whole point. Hey, man. Hey, look. Somebody out there winning. It always is somebody. Somebody's already winning, man. Does a a ridiculous job. So here's, here's my question. Okay. How do you make a game exciting when the team Michigan did not shoot very well in his previous game. And all props to Loyola, the Ramblers, because they just ran into a, a game where they just didn't hit. The, the numbers were against them because they kept hitting every game. The outside shots were hitting, the hitting. But, you know, it's like, it's like the roll of the dice. Sooner or later, you're going to get cold. At the same time, Michigan was cold. They weren't that hot. They just had better defense. So here's the question. Both, either one of these teams going into Villanova looked like a walk for Villanova, but everybody knows you always have a chance for an upset. Money time, Mario. Who do you put your money on for tonight? And if you did, how many points will the winner win by? Well, I'm going with Villanova. Yeah. But, uh, and I think it'll be, I actually think it'll be a little one-sided. So I expect them to win by like 15. 15? You're good, man. You're I think it's gonna be pretty, more level one. Yeah, yeah. everybody's trying to say, you know what? I, I think. I mean, I think. I think. You know what? It's just. It just. You don't see any. You don't. See, I don't see it. I don't see I just it, think man. They both have defense, but when they, when you apply that defense, Villanova right. has the ability to keep scoring. Hey, look. And I think they're going to shut Michigan's offense down. Let me say this. I don't think Wagner's going to do as like before. I, I can I can almost give you certainty, not a guarantee. <laughs> certainty. Villanova's not going to shoot like they shot the last game. They're not going to shoot like that. They broke records. Three-point shooting percentage, everything. Oh, yeah. So if Michigan's coming in and going like this, you know they're not shooting that well. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's, it's, done, it's yeah. done on that part. Now, no. what, what they're going to have a problem with, no, no chinks in the armor group. They got Wagner over, <laughs> they got Wagner over on, on the other side there that they can worry about. And they got a couple uh, other players that we can zoom in on. The issue is, do you push Villanova off the three-point line and take your chances, which means you may have some easy buckets, or do you pack down in the middle and just hope that they don't hit those shots? But you're going to have to press them enough. And if you have leg turnover and you got speed and you kind of study the film, you have to do way better than Kansas. I saw chinks in the armor on Kansas defense that was just out of this world. I couldn't believe it. I was going, this team is not ready. And the reason why, they said, younger players, Villanova is seasoned. Senior, you already got Brunson. He's like the Chris Paul of college basketball. So at this point right now, Mar, do you think it's going to be over in the first half? I expect them to have a lead going into the halftime. You know, I, I think I actually am a. I want to see a good game, but I think it could be a little one-sided. Right. But then again, we will see. Okay. Let, we will see. Let me say this: They have to stick to their game plan. They can't. These, you know, they can't. They have to do what they do, right? Which means stick to what you normally do, right? Where then it becomes a question of execution, right? 
you know, you're not adding last minute things and new things and all this. Right. Not really done with these younger players and the kinds of offenses that they run. Right. But certainly execution. And even though I expect Michigan to do well, I don't think they're going to be able to keep pace. Yeah, I agree. I just think it's going to wear them down. Like, it'll be a gradual separation. Right. You know. Now, there is this one hope, and I'll move on to the next. The demoralizing thing that Villanova did last game was come out and hitting the threes like one, two, three. It's really demoralizing. You come down, make a two, they make a three. You come and get a defensive stand, you you miss your bucket, they hit a three. They hit a three. They kept hitting a three. If Michigan turns around and say, we can hit them outside and start off early. Don't start off behind. They have a chance. And here, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm the one that's picked. Yeah, they can do I, it, I, but I, I'm just saying, that's we we've watched them, right? Right. They need to get out ahead, exert execution, because we don't see them having the spark thing, right? They They don't have the spark scoring thing like like that. It's reasonable, but that ain't their forte. I think that's the part. Right. The Wagner element, who is their big man, they're going to work him. They're going to make him. But that's not going to be enough. Right. I just don't think it's going to be enough. Okay. All right. Here's the favorite sport that Mario couldn't wait for. Baseball. Dude, Mario, I know you watched the games, didn't you? you oh, watched, yeah. <laughs> did you watch? Wait, huh? Did you? Come on, man. Yeah. Baseball, Good man. The season started. L.A.'s in the mix. They already got us. Oh, L.A.'s in the mix. Hey, they are predicting. Well, I'm waiting to see. What happened to the, I want to see the Japanese guy. Wait a minute. Oh, oh, no, no. That's Angels. That's right. So oh, Tony, he won. He won. He won his first game. Oh, finally, because he was having a hard time. Yeah. I was rooting for him. In first inning, I think he got a hit home run off of, but the next 14 batters or something like that, he, bam, took them all out. They won 7-4. to What uh, was it, Seattle? Side is track, you yeah, I can't remember. But, you know, yeah, but I, I showed you my level. So you got to get me on the height. Wait a minute, man. You got to get a fan. I'm not a baseball fan, so you only going to get me, me on the height. Let me tell you why you're going to have a rough Food time. Wait a minute. Let me tell you why you have a rough time. Guess who they predicted to be in the World Series? Who? Yankees and Dodgers. Now, how much more do they have to give uh-huh. you? <laughs> See how much more they got to give you, man? <laughs> I got to learn. <laughs> That's cold. All right. That's cold. All right, so let me do this. Pack your bags. I'll give you the answer in a second. Hold on. Uh, check it out. All right. So, how many games do you think you're going to watch? Because I'm watching Clayton Kershaw because he already, he's, he's already lost his, fir- he lost his first game None. already, man. None. So, I shouldn't do any sports on uh, any No, you coverage. should. Do it for the other folks. What good is he going to do? I'm going to be talking to myself. I- no, you're talking to the world out there. <laughs> They're not I'll be here to play that role. Look at hey, that Troy supportive Channel. role. I see you, man. Look. I love baseball. Okay. Baseball I'm, been very, very good to me. Let me just say this, you guys. <laughs> Don't sweat the early games. Kershaw lost his first game for the Dodgers. Not a big deal because his ERA is still at 1.50. So that means they needed to get the hitting strong. It's coming. Don't even worry about it. It's too early right now. All right, switching over to uh, what I call the playoffs looming in the NBA because everybody knows if you see ragged plays out there from all these teams it's because they're resting if they're in the playoffs they're not right now imagine this you got about four or five games left in the NBA you think your coach is telling you to go all out who's which coach is telling them I want you to sit up there and hustle your ass off it ain't happening so if you see teams losing that's not supposed to lose and you see teams that are trying to get into the eighth spot and they're losing that lets you know the difference between the playoffs 
that they're not worried about the eighth seed. They're just going stay healthy. I'm not worried about Golden State, who I am worried about, who is going to make it rough for people. Dame Dollar Time and Trailblazers. They're the hottest coming out of the Western Conference if you talk about the games. If you're looking at the games over a, a longer period of time. In the Eastern Conference, I think Toronto fooled everybody. I didn't think that they were going to sit up here and Trump. Oh, I did it again. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> uh, Boston. And the Celtics. I didn't think that was going to happen. So here's my question, Mario. I already know you're watching the playoffs. I don't believe in you, them in the playoffs. You don't first round. You know what? They're in the to third me, position, they, man. Because I think to me, you know, DeRozan's doing wonderful. To me, Lowry is always he just. Oh, you talking about Toronto? Toronto, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I don't. I'm. You know. Okay. What about Portland? Well, I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting, but I don't think they have a chance. All right. I, I really like Damian. I mean, I'm a fan. Man. They I'm are, a fan. I think, he's ra- I think he's a good rapper. It, 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 man. I liked him on the. <laughs> man. I'm a, you know, I like. He's you know, reminds me. He's I have one right of my small guy who plays super big. Right. I got to give him. He's got a ton of heart. Yeah. No, man. I, mean, I like his energy. His yeah. vibe. He's good. Yeah. Big Papa. You yeah. Get so, to me, it's the hottest team right now. If you want to go, let's avoid Portland. Now, if there was a team in the East, it's kind of hard because. I would say the fear is Philadelphia. I'm going to say it because of Joel Embiid. Embiid is back. If he's back, it's Philadelphia. It doesn't look like he's coming back as soon as they would like, so I think they're already hit. So who does that leave moving forward? Who is next? And if you had to pick a dark horse, is it Indiana? Is it Miami? You got to show some spirit. There's no dark horses in the East. I mean, there's no chance. See, that's where it gets into. They want to make you think there's a chance so that you'll watch. But it's, it's, and I'll watch anyway. But does anybody think Indianapolis has? I'm not not saying, I'm not saying, look. Come on. I'm not saying that, man. I'm just saying. Detroit, go Detroit. (laughs) They're in the ninth position, and I don't think they're going to make it. With Blake Griffin. They ain't going to make it, man. I feel Go bad. Go to Troy. <laughs> no, you can't do it, man. So here it is. So here's my question. And just going out. You picking Houston to win the West? Oh, I don't know. Especially when you when they play, you know, maybe not if they have to play San Antonio. <laughs> San Antonio. Wait a minute. Ain't nobody worried about San Antonio. Except Houston need to because they keep losing to them. Yeah, man. They resting. Yeah, resting. So there are those wins that if you actually <laughs> rested yourself to a seventeen point loss, you're an idiot. No, okay, no, that's no, no, an no. Idiot. no, no, no. That's, that's a bad rest. No, no, decision. no. Well, look, Golden okay, State. How's that? Wait a minute, Golden Go State. Rest that wait a minute, Golden State is on a three game losing streak, and they know all those players are not that injured. <laughs> the whole except Durant, and I'm going. Yeah. You're resting. All right. Well, I'm just saying all of those are the kind of decisions that go into leadership. And so live with it and live. I, I don't agree, but right. bravo. <laughs> see, 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 look at it. See, this bravo. is what I like. This is the part I like. He's going. Take, I mean, you got to, that's to what you believe in. Hey, everybody's different. Right. There's a, there's a range. Well, guess who's on, D'Antonio, D'Antonio is on your side. He's actually questioning you and said, rest is not the problem here. He says this. It's not about rest. Not so, about rest. It's not about rest. Even but we though, know, you know, I think that I've already stated over and over. They play too many games, especially too many per week. Yeah, I told you. I think that's the injury factor. Right, right, right. I got you. 
So whatever. All right. Hey, look. I, hey, I, that's it. I'm going to hold over. I, don't, I can't keep in these other topics. I got to move on to the next, man. I'm out on my sports, man. I'm watching tonight. Go Wolverines, man. <laughs> Wolverines. You watching the Avengers? That's jacked up, man. Just kidding. That's jacked up. New picture, Adam's new sports, written and directed by the ball-headed black man. Every week, a recurring segment of the Morning Cowboy Mario Show. You can do it. You can have it. It's a new sports. Every week, be here. Dress appropriately. Sports bras, jack straps. Bring your own Motorman cream. Don't forget that big foot powder. It's sports time, damn it. Sports. You know what that means. Sweat and stinky stuff. <laughs> we'll be right back with the hot piss. notified me let me check it out so i can share it all right all right you guys what i'm doing right now is literally sharing the 360 view for my segment on the hot pitch right now so if you guys want to go to facebook and see the link just to follow around the room you've seen it once you've seen it twice no big deal all right check it out man about to do the hot pitch man i had to do this because you know 
I was having a conversation with a few people, and they said, you know, we got to get the connection between the old school and the, and the new school about the history and about, you know, how to connect and influence more of the background portfolios of individuals. And I said, well, first, let me do this. One thing I know is that most of the time we recognize the product. We may hear the music and then ask who it is. And sometimes we may see the film and say, oh, wow, you know, that's, that was hot. Who was in that? And then discover somebody in that film that we say, or a few people and say, oh, man, you know, that's it. They're laying it down. What I decided to do is go over to the top ranked black exploitation films of the 70s. But the difference is on this one is we're going to go by this one source who's ranking who their number one is. And also because there have been a certain amount of redos or remakes, none have really crossed over to what they call profitable success, major crossover success. You may say the one, the last one that was close, and I didn't get to see the numbers, was Samuel O. Jackson and Shaft, you know, the recent one. But, Mark, we're going to find out why certain ones just are not going to be remade. So, when we go down this list, we're going to see if you can remember the day, Mario, because you was a little kid jumping over the drive-in theater fence trying to get in to watch them. And, let me just say this, I was tripping because one of the films had rated X. What was the last movie you went to that had rated X? They still do X? Yes. <laughs> Dude. They showed everything it had, it had on regular X. cable TV. Man, I was going. Yes, there is no X. There's no X, right? All right. So you let me know that when you got your... <laughs> See, I'm just leaving that alone. So you let me know when you're ready. And we'll go there. Because I know he's over there juggling. I can tell you this. I'm ready. You ready? All right, let's go. Let's go do this. Going to the first film. I forgot about this the last name is Jones. Black Belt Jones. Jim Kelly, Gloria Hendry, who was hot. Yes. She was hot. Playboy okay. Centerfold. If you want to know notables who were in there, Scatman Crothers, who played in The Shining. Now, there's others, but just from name recognition, those who actually participated in what I call relatively a genre of film that's almost hearkening back to how they feel about B-film movies that are now being recognized for what they did back in the day. Film noir back in the 30s and 40s, probably more of the 40s and 50s. Will we be looking back at this generation? And so, Mario, how did this particular movie affect you? Did you go see it? Did you hear about it? What did I you mean, think? we all went to go see it. How did it affect? Well, you know... <laughs> You watch Black we had Belt different Jones. levels of expectations <laughs> in Black, those days. Black Belt Jones, man. It was the beginning of even the martial stuff. You know, Bruce Lee was big. Right. So, no, we enjoyed it. But, you okay. know, it certainly is not going to be a... a it uh, didn't trailblaze with you, right? No. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. No it, problem. Well, it, well, no. It may have trailblazed because just having a black movie was trailblazing then. Right. He's a bad... It wasn't a super movie. You see the button. You see the. You see all the. I remember seeing that in the ads back in those days. That was not a word that was used. That's in right. That's right. So it was that not. Must be an ad. For yes, it is. Days. It's an add-on. We know that. Okay, got it. All right, let's go to the next one. This one, shockingly, I had to think about. You know, the movie name. I wish it was different, but it isn't. Across 110th Street with Yafit Kodo. Anthony Quinn now. And then you're talking about 
an iconic Anthony Quinn, Anthea, Anthony Franciosa, and Antonio Fargus, who played in that series way back in the day called Starsky and Hutch. Did you go see 110th Street Man Cross? Yeah, and isn't that the one where Bobby Womack does the theme song? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know it from that more than anything well, else. Well, yeah. The move, yeah. It yeah. wasn't a, again. <laughs> okay. Let me do this. That kind of, yeah. <laughs> That's wrong. Let me but, do this. You know, hey. <laughs> hey. This, this, so you know the premise of the movie. I should have done that no, with Black Belt no, Jones. I don't know the premise of well, I, I didn't do it with Black Belt Jones because everybody knew it was about karate. So it was, I'm the, yeah. This was about being no, across 100. <laughs> stop, man, stop. It's a black cop, Kodo. Uh, you know, yeah, big Kodo. And his racist Italian-American captain, Quinn, that's Anthony, pursue murderous crooks who ripped off the mob and threatened to start a war in Harlem. That's the premise of the show. Now, that, that's it, man. I'm going to take it out to the next. I don't want to sit back and give you the opportunity to say, you know, I snuck in and watched that movie. I can't remember, but I used to pay. <laughs> right. right. Okay. This one I know Mario remembers. Let's take it to the next one. All I have to do is say, Melvin, Van Peebles, Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song, 1971, Melvin Van Peebles. John Amos was in this, who featured in Good Times. What's the premise? The premise of the show, a gigolo with a magical penis runs from the police after being set up for murder he didn't commit. Sweetback was the big bang of exploitation, a revolutionary independent movie that showed Hollywood that badass political black cinema could make bank. You agree with that, Mario? That's right. Mario, you know, Mario's dad, Melvin Van Peebles. Right. And a movie, again, these are historic times. Just because of the prejudice and the racism and the civil rights movement being as heated as it was at these times. That's right. Cannot look at these films without the context. It is always in the context. When they were, when it occurred. So Right. Yeah, I remember I went to the Baldwin Theater for the premiere. <laughs> there you go. Right. And, they, and uh, there was something to do with the ratings. I think they just got around it. Right. Not getting ratings. Absolutely. Well, I said there's always a history there. Now, I'm ranking these in the order. So we went through seven. Six, that was fifth. Let's go to the fourth place. You know what, Mar? You know, sometimes I remember all the women we used to sit back and say, "Man, you, you had some fly clothes, man." Oh, super fly. My bad. 1972, Ron O'Neill, Sheila Frazier. What's the premise of the show? The permaconct O'Neill is a cocaine dealer with that good hair who's trying to get out of the biz before he winds up dead or in prison. To do so, he needs to pull off the biggest coke deal he's ever undertaken. Mario, did the hype of Superfly get you more than Shaft? No, but it continued on that, right on the heels of that phenomenon, part two. And it was just, again, because of the hero being a drug, the whole cocaine thing. Right. Made it controversial. Yes. But just continuing on that theme. Right. The big black blockbuster, that was it. Yeah, it was. Curtis Mayfield, the soundtrack, something else. Yes, very much so. Uh, I think the soundtrack did better than the film. I think it's one. Of, it's historic that they say the money it made. So, I mean, I remember the, the music. It's unbelievably uh, Not iconic. Surprised. Yeah, so all good. All right, going to take you down to one that... Of course, is very contemporary in its time. Uh, all I have to do is say Foxy Brown, Pam Greer, yes. Antonio Fargus was in this one too. Starsky and Hutch, the TV show. 
The premise, only the finest woman alive. When she infiltrates a prostitution ring in order to find out who killed her husband. Kicking ass, taking names, and wearing hooker clothes. <laughs> Mario, did you enjoy her Everybody wear? Everybody enjoyed it. Every adolescent mob man <laughs> in America was smart enough. Right. That made Pam Greer a household name. Unbelievable, right? Yes, unbelievable. And, and we'll probably would you say has had... I don't know about the shaft with Samuel O. Jackson, but you would say the Foxy Brown whole character coming forward probably has some success more so than the other films, or there's one that sticks out. Well, it's hard. Anything today's world is going to be way more than this world because of the limited distribution possibility. It's just not comparable. Right, true. So you could be a rerun today and do way more than you did in those days. Yeah, absolutely. But certainly that contributed to the folklore, right? Oh, yeah, because what the what is done in effect the music business as it relates to those who take in the name, using it in music, the image, and Pam Greer. Oh, man. You know what? Let me just say this. I used to think like this, man. I'm just saying. Why didn't they just have what they call a, 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 a two-team member uh, movie? Pam Greer and Shaka Khan. Back in the day. <laughs> well, I just looked at a video the other day of Shaka Khan with her feather thing in her, all her midriff out and all those. She had a, she was ripped. Yes. That's why I said one she had a ripped man abdomen. all day. All day. Okay. All right. Let's 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 go over to the next. The next is, that was in our uh, third position. Let's go take it to number two. The one that recently is hit as a remake, of course, Richard Roundtree, Shaft, 1971, Moses Gunn, Antonio Fargus was in this one as well. That's right. We're just talking about Shaft, the badass, Shut private, your mouth. The badass private detective who, who's hired to find a crime lord's kidnapped daughter and ends up in Bump the middle it. of a Harlem gang war that could spark a race war. Did this permeate? This was everything. This, this was everything. The, right. the great movie, good theme, black hero, upstanding brother, all of that, the right things, the right soundtrack. Isaac Hayes did it up, set a standard that exists to this day. He really is really the what made the movement toward having a popular track right. in a movement. Isaac yes. Hayes with that shaft and then performed it yes. at the Academy Awards. Yes. Oh no! <laughs> right, right. Look, oh, <laughs> give oh, it up. He's giving it up. Oh, He's giving it up. So, 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 I can tell you right offhand, this next one is going to be interesting because I think it relates to today's culture, and they voted this number one, and I think this is a promotion number one. The Mac, 1973, Max Julian, Richard Pryor, Roger E. Mosley of Magnum PI, Juanita Moore, Imitation of Life was in here. Goldie returned from San Quentin to to run the pimp gang in Oakland. Rappers and entertainment company CEOs, if you want to learn what's the real game, take a lesson from the original and ask yourself, who's the Mac? They voted from this one source that this would be the number one out of this group. And the only reason I see it this way is because of the contemporary culture. Who's your number one, Mario? Oh, I, I, I would disagree with that. I actually think they made a bad. <laughs> the, the numbers on the Mac <laughs> right. are dwarfed. Yes. yes. That had, there's almost no numbers. Hey, the I, Mac was not a su- really successful movie. Right. So, okay, right. so not certainly not anywhere near right. Superfly or Shaft. Right. So I disagree. Right. The other thing had to do with the fact that I remember very much the disdain to which 
the elders that I knew had fulfilled, especially as part of the civil rights movement, <laughs> that glorified pimps and drug dealers. Is that the reason so, why this one has not been remade? Well, the, I would say this. It appeals to the bad boy culture. That's there right. are always those elements to me right. who favor supporting pimps and drug dealers over people of higher education. So you now know so why... That means that stupidity exists <laughs> what, well into the millennium. <laughs> wait, wait. Here's the thing. Okay. What well, does super What does Superfly represent? Well, one thing about Superfly that was different as a story, if you actually people who know this plot, was that he was actually trying to get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was at the time that was the argument we made right. to justify the movie. I, I know exactly what the it was. Mac wasn't even that. <laughs> wait, 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 okay. stop. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just let me do this. I kept asking myself, how come they didn't do a remake? They Almost all the films we're looking who at. Cares? What, 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 but, they also but, didn't but the, remake uh, uh, Blackula either. What, no, this is part one. We have a part two. <laughs> this is the part one. The part one is this do, group. So I kept asking myself, I said, if this is their number one, they're pushing this as a number one. Forget that. I'm going to go to Superfly. Just so you guys know, there right. is. Right, and then I always know. question the they. You're right. Who's they right. that is doing that? Right, the source. I'm only going right. by the who's source. The, who is the source? Right, and the source is on the page. Now, here's the other thing. There is the Superfly in development coming. So it's going to be interesting how they frame it and who will play. Now, here's the thing. I, I would always say consider the source. Wait a minute. Wait, the Mario. source are no experts. Wait a minute, Mario. If you had to think of an actor who could play Superfly... Who's first person to come to your mind? It's, it's one of those. Hello. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Well, Peter Selba would not participate in any of these remakes, would he? I don't see him as Superfly. He's a little old for the role mm-hmm. to me, first of all. Even though he could. Right. It's just a stylistic influence. You need someone who has a little different okay. kind of an edge to me right. to play for that. I was thinking someone a little more, little younger, right. but a little bit more of that fly mm-hmm. side. Gotcha. Um, let me ask you this, going out. I know your number one is Shaft. Is your number two Superfly? In terms of what? Your favorite films that, or the, uh, the films uh, that could favorite be favorite blacks exploitation yes. film. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I would say that, especially you had a representative group, even though you know I didn't really enjoy Sweet Back that much. <laughs> right. But yeah, and of course, 120 Strip Street. Better the acting. The whole thing with Yafet Koto it was better you know. acting in that one. Yeah. So, and then again, the whole martial art thing. We knew those were bad movies. The Jim Kelly. Shoes would change. <laughs> he's coming to the fight in black Wait, shoes. Stop, man. Then he'd kick and he'd be in tennis shoes. Wait, stop. I mean, come stop, on. Man. And we noticed no, that. No, no, my man. Come on. And it's like they used to say, the, the audio was always off on the, on the Asian ones. Where, <laughs> fight the man. <laughs> get him. Get him. Stop, <laughs> man. Stop. So I say, Shaft, no, Shaft and Superfly took it to another level. That was so, they were so big, they had to make the industry recognize and for that reason Superfly having more of your traditional more heroish kind of a character right for people I'm going uh, with you I'm going on the on the shaft and my number two is Foxy Brown I'm sorry you guys I'm just the way it is <laughs> well certainly popular again I think you know the thing I think that when it comes to legacy yeah that's always a debate 
because yeah. to me you have to look at what the legacy is of. That's right. So. That's right. All right. Hey, man, I'm done. I just wanted to pop that out there. Get you guys thinking. And there is a part two coming up, the next group of films, because there's so many. But my question is, is which one is going to be the, the, the theme or the redo or remake that will be a blockbuster? We haven't had that yet. Well, yeah, and I didn't. I saw the shaft, but it didn't do anything. No, for me, no. no. Better writing. How's that? <laughs> Better writing. Everybody, thank you for tuning in to Morning Coffee. It's been a blessing to be here with you. Hope you enjoyed the multiple live streams of Victor and I, the live 360 beta experiment. All you Facebook folks, you Twitch folks, thank you for being there. Twitter, Periscope, thank you, Pete. First yeah. regular dude, I must move like a young MC. Yeah, soda, that would be me. Got me thinking about putting down the mic one day, then I get some more love. Thanks for the love, you gotta play. Hey, what can I say? I'm a Leo to the finish, man. I love God, so my faith won't diminish me. Once I step up to the mic, I speak truth. Hip hop wasn't designed to explore the black youth, but somewhere along the lines, we dropped the ball, yeah. I mean, that man in the mirror, yeah, that ball dude. But now I'm back to right the wrongs of my past world. So long as this on my list, like my name is Earl. Articulate my thoughts clearly, like Professor Les. Do you remember Rap City with Deja and Les? I'm looking at the front door, bless the main source. You fool, yeah, wait till I hit you with the main course. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did. You know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on solo, making my money grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did. You know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on solo, making my money grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. Like the more I break through with my time and space, boy, funk, I'm on point. You bless this microphone every time I anoint the pen, the pad, I face the bad head on. Escape inside the music, see my diaries, a song and song. Till I write my next verse, then I go again into the studio. I feel I gotta flow again. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual, I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual, I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. They say they get me, I don't think they ever got me. My name's Kowalski, but they call me Kawasaki. I'm a line of funds, but in real life, I'm more like Chachi or Cola. Like granola bars. Can't you see that I'm a star? Who pumps his own gas in the cold really fast? I pass on your golden stash. I'd rather make my own money, not advance me loan money. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did? You know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual. Nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did? You know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. So there you have it.
Pain. 